Welcome to the Fairway Performance Podcast. My name for this podcast is to have conversations and to record solo episodes like the one I'm doing today to help you improve your golf game, your fitness, and your health. And I'm your host, Sean Dykoff. And before I go ripping into today's topic, uh, in which we're going to talk about strength training and just how to add some variations to your strength training so that you can keep progressing and make it as relevant to your golf as possible, I just want to let you know about a little uh, ebook that I've created, which is uh, Gaining 30 Yards in 30 Days, which is available to download on my website, which is www.fairweightperformance.com. If you just go to the website, then it'll pop up after a few seconds of you being on the website. Enter your email into there, and I'll have that sent straight to you. And then for the next few days, I'll send you some helpful tips, um, some podcast links, and some guidance around how to uh, get the most out of that training guide. And um, it's a really, really valuable resource that I've already had around 170 people at this stage uh, download that guide. And I've had some awesome feedback, even though people have only been using it for a few days. Um, I've had some really amazing feedback on how people have uh, loved it Any, anyway. Uh, so um, with that in mind, the next thing that I want to talk about is the topic of today's episode, which is varying your strength training to keep making progress. Now, the the thing that I really wanted to talk about to start with and to set the scene is that golf rewards us for being strong, stable, and powerful. It doesn't just reward us for being strong, only strong. So while we, when we are doing strength training, we do want to build our raw strength and build it up to as much as we can and keep progressing that over time, we also don't want to forget the fact that we need to be stable and we also want to be able to transfer that strength and create power with it, so power and speed. So if you download the guide that I was talking about just before, then obviously you'll learn how to put the power and speed into the equation or, or get some exercises which will help with that. So uh, how do we go about... Uh, strength, stability, and being powerful. Now, I want to introduce you to what TPI, and this is TPI's uh, teachings out of their um, their fitness level one, uh, or fitness level two, I believe it is. It's um, The TPI screening is the level one certification, and then the fitness level two and power level two are the uh, additional courses that I've done and additional learning I've done with them. Now, the concept that they've brought uh, brought about is uh, called the 3x3 three three strength matrix. And the way that looks or how that looks is we uh, have a look at firstly um, your stance and how you're set up when you're doing a particular exercise. So the stances that we can uh, break uh, down into or the things that we can uh, or the stances that we can adopt to utilize. Uh, firstly, a split stance, and a split stance being just a, a minor movement of the feet forwards and backwards from standing still or, or standing on the spot as if you're in golf posture and just moving your feet left foot slightly forwards or right foot slightly forwards and, and the other one back just a little bit. And that puts us into a little bit of a split stance. And what that does is provide stability side to side and forward and backwards, so uh, frontal and sagittal planes. So uh, that's going to be the most um, balanced posture because we've got stability in all directions. The next one is the square stance or golf stance. And this one is 
uh, we have uh, stability side to side because our feet are there, but forwards and backwards is a little less uh, stability there. And then we go into the third option or the third stance, which is the single leg stance. Now, the reason we want to be strong and practice all of these stances is because of the many different ways in which we're required to stand on the golf course at different times. So if you picture if you've hit the ball into a fairway bunker and maybe it's up on the side of the the hill or the side of the, the ledge of the bunker, then you're going to have to have one foot higher than the other or lower or whatever it might be. And you're going to have to adopt a, a bit of a different stance there. Um, when we're hitting chip shots around the green um, or when we're hitting like little... Um, just off the cuff sort of made up little stances and approach shots and whatnot. Um, It's going to require us to be in all these different positions and stable there and then produce power and and be strong in those positions. So this is why we want to practice and adopt all these different uh, sorts of poses and and, um, postures. Now, the next thing that we look at when we're uh, in that three by three strength matrix that TPI is talking about is we have uh, different ways in which we can load the body. So we can, uh, or, or load up the weights or whatever it might be. So we can, um, for each stance, we can have, you know, two hands holding one weight, two hands holding two weights, and one hand holding one weight. So the the one that's going to provide the most stability or balance is if you picture we're standing there and we're holding two hands on one weight, so a barbell, then we're going to be in a very stable position or much more stable than if we were to to do something slightly different to that. Um, The next one, uh, the next level of difficulty is going to be holding uh, two weights with two hands. So almost the same as holding, you know, one barbell or one kettlebell or dumbbell with two hands. But the ability there is for the arms to move independently of each other. So that brings into the equation a little bit of extra stability or balance or or intricacy or or technicality to the movement. Uh, Then if we are to uh, go into the next thing uh, or into the next level of complexity, it would be one hand holding one weight. And we can, uh, if you want to think about it in this way, um, I'll just give you a few examples of um, different movements, but the um, the ways that we can uh, make it tougher, uh, you know, if our if we're doing like a single leg deadlift on our right leg and we're holding a dumbbell or a weight in our right hand and we're doing that movement, it's obviously going to provide a lot of stability or a lot more stability than if we were hold, to hold it in the other hand, so our left hand, and we're doing the deadlift with our right leg. So... An ipsilateral movement that I said before, it means our right hand is holding it and our right leg is doing the work. So it's all stacked on the same side and we're nice and balanced. If we're to hold it contralaterally, then it means that our left hand would be holding the weight and we'd be deadlifting on our right leg, which provides some imbalance there because the weight is pulling us to one side and we're having to balance on the other side. So uh, let's look at this in a like in a gym context with a few different movements. So um, firstly, like if we are to do a deadlift, uh, a deadlift is a nice, simple one. A lot of people know what that is. Uh, if we're doing a deadlift in uh, or holding two hands on one weight, uh, that's nice and stable, and we're doing it in a square stance. So two hands, one weight, nice and stable. Uh, that's nice and easy. If we're to do um, a deadlift with 
two hands on the uh, two different weights and we're in that square stance, there's obviously the ability for the body to start twisting and rotating um, because one hand might be weaker than the other or grip strength might be weaker than the other and it slightly turns us and we've got to provide some sort of stability there so we don't get any rotational uh, twisting going on there. Uh, then the last one is one hand and one weight. So if we were to hold um, the the kettlebell or dumbbell, whatever the weight is, in our right hand while we're doing a deadlift, then we are obviously going to get, um, like we're going to have to brace and, and pull harder to the left-hand side to brace ourselves against that because obviously our right hand is pulling down. That's going to rotate us a little bit and can even round out our upper back or lower back as we go down in that movement. So it's... Um, it's providing a little bit of anti-rotation, which is really important and, and handy to have for golfers um, because we're obviously uh, it helps us with like acceleration, deceleration, and just being nice and balanced. So um, hopefully that made sense with that particular movement. Um, the other one that we can talk about, um, and this isn't in a particular stance, like we'll just talk about this as, um, you know, doing like a bench press as this example is the one that I want to use. If we're laying flat on a bench, so we're not in a stance that I was mentioning before, but we're laying, um, you could almost talk about this as a, um, a square stance for, the, for laying down, really. Um, but if we had two hands on one weight, so on a barbell, obviously our right and our left hands can, can push a, a disproportionate amount of weight, but we're still going to get that barbell up and they don't have to be even. Um, if we were then to go and use two hands with two weights, so a dumbbell in each hand, uh, obviously that's going to bring up any glaring weaknesses in either side because each hand essentially has to do the exact same amount of work or lift the exact same amount of weight because they're, they're both uh, the same weight dumbbells in each hand. Uh, and then if we were to do one hand, one weight, um, we're obviously going to be able to lift less weight there because we're getting rotated so hard and we're like probably not going to be able to lift the same amount that we would if we were to use a barbell or to... Um, or to use two hands on two weights because it's forcing us to balance there when we're doing that. Um, one hand, one weight, we might even slide off the bench as we lower that dumbbell down, like say to our right-hand side. We just can't pull hard enough on our left-hand side to keep our left shoulder essentially glued to that bench and to provide enough balance and, and stability and support there. So um, that's how it would show up in a movement like a bench press, which is not adopting a stance per se, um, but just to, to prove or, or to show an example for you guys there as to how that makes sense. So um, what I what I want to do is um, I, I wanted to do in this episode was just to highlight that there's different ways that we can build strength. And if you're someone who, and I see a lot of these types of people uh, through through my training app and, and um, also there's been a few of these uh, types of people through my individual coaching that I, I do for golfers over the years and essentially people feel that because they're really advanced in the gym and they've done lots of deadlifts and lots of squats and they've gotten really strong and they've done all these different movements but they haven't actually played around with all of this stuff, um, you know, doing a split stance, doing a square stance or golf posture, uh, and then doing single leg work. And they're really strong. And you know, like, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with being uh, really strong. Like there's a saying, you can't go wrong being strong uh, in the strength and conditioning world. But 
what we also want to factor in too is like how we can utilize that strength on the actual golf course and it's by doing things like this and then obviously going down the route of the speed training and converting this strength to speed and power over time but um, if we're looking at you know providing uh, or building balance stability um, some strength in the single leg and stability in the single leg it's going to transfer over to much more stuff that we do on the golf course than just standing there and doing back squats or barbell deadlifts or something like that so um, hopefully this this one's helped in just opening your eyes to all those different things um, I would love it if you had any questions on this uh, if you if you wanted to chat about it um, you can direct message me on Instagram my my handle is at Sean S-H-A-U-N dot or full stop Dyakov D-I-A-C-H-K-O-F-F um, anyone who reaches out to me on there I'd be more than happy to to chat about this or introduce them to how um, you know their training could be modified to incorporate some of this stuff into there and um, also you can email me sean s-h-a-u-n at fairweightperformance.com and i believe there'll be a link uh, to my email anyway or you'll be able to check out my email in the um, show notes or description of the show notes and um, yeah hit me up on there and we can definitely chat about this and, and how that could apply to your training um, but if you just want to see how and get free access to and, and just see how this sort of stuff gets programmed into my training programs, uh, you can always take me up on the seven-day free trial of the Fairway Performance Training app. So uh, you can jump onto my website, fairwayperformance.com, uh, click on the app part, follow the bouncing ball and, and set yourself up a profile in there. Um, just note, this is something I've had come up a few times of late, even though I do mention it when, when people sign up for the, the programs. Uh, it is a web-based app, so once you go uh, into the app and create a login, etc., uh, when you're in there, um, in your profile, it'll say download app to home screen. You just have to save the app icon to your home screen, and then it, it pretty much just works exactly like an app, but it's actually loading up a website um, it just allows me to update stuff more frequently and regularly without having to deal with Apple um, and without Apple owning my app and, and I can keep ownership of that and um, and just run it how I would like to rather than them having a monopoly over me. So uh, anyway, I really hope that this has helped. Uh, if you've got any ideas, suggestions, feedback, anything like that um, for future episodes, recommendations for guests or people that you want to introduce me to because you think that would be great, a great fit or a great guest for this podcast uh, again talk to me on instagram sean.dykoff or uh, email me sean at uh, fairwayperformance.com i'll be happy to have a chat uh, and until next week guys enjoy your golf and um, i'll see you next week